Okay. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? How you doing? Sorry I'm a little late this week. It's been beautiful weather here in Finland and they have a saying out here that summer is the most beautiful day of the year. So I've been enjoying that as much as possible. Everyone keeps saying it might snow next month, so if it's sunny, you better go enjoy it. And even today is super nice, but got to get it done. Got to got to get the pod out. Trying not to put too much pressure on myself with the once a week and just letting it flow. You feel me? Just letting it flow. So let's get into it. Yo yo yo, welcome to Living for a Living. Thanks for joining as always. Hope you're doing wonderfully. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> I think we're almost through all of this bullshit. At least here in here in Finland, it doesn't feel too much like COVID still exists. I was out last night. The bar was packed and popping. I guess you could technically couldn't dance on the dance floor, which is kind of strange. But I mean, it was packed and people are just starting to live life. And I, I'm seeing stories and Snapchats and all the other stuff about people just doing their thing. And that makes me excited because I think we're ready for that. I think we need that as a collective. I know I do. And shoot, it's been what? Like. 10 days since I recorded last, so kind of a lot's happened. So get into it, some good, this last week was a lot of fun actually. Um, as you see, I got the mustache, right? lots changed, got the, it's mustache season baby. Also got the merch still going, got the Don't Talk to Strangers shirt on right now. Well, actually the Talk to Strangers shirt on. Again, still don't have the store up. Message me if you want some some merch. I got you. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I feel I feel super swaggy with the mustache. Like mm. it's like best of both worlds. Still got a little scruff, little kind of manliness to it, but then also you can feel your face and I'm I'm on quite a bit of a cycle. I've, I've realized I'm a major creature of habit because I didn't record on Wednesday because I ended up going to this summer cottage, which I'll talk about, but I was like almost anxiety, a little anxiety, a little anxious just because it's like, no dude, this is the system that I normally do and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, nah, it's, it's nice to break pattern. It's nice to break the routine every now and then. Do something, even even if it's just like driving home a different direction or walking home a different way than you normally go, that little change of pattern can be super beneficial, at least in my opinion, at least in my experiences. But along those lines, getting that mustache rocking, boy, I'm feeling, mm, feeling good. <laughs> I kind of feel like my dad, actually, with the mustache, the flavor saver, as some might call it. Yeah, my dad's pretty much always had a mustache my entire life. 
Yeah, there's something, I don't know. It's like, I don't feel like, uh, like that upper lip is a weird, weird part of the body. Once that upper lip gets a little cleared off, things, things start looking different. And I think I've lost a little bit of face fat. I don't think I've lost much weight, but I feel like my jawline is looking a little better. I hope so. I hope so a lot, actually. But yeah, what did we do this week? Like I said, I went to this summer cottage about an hour north of here. And it was probably one of the coolest places I've ever been. I understand all my Finnish friends constantly talk about, oh, the summer cottage life is so dope. And I was always like, yeah, I mean, you're just hanging out by a lake. But I get it. Super peaceful. Where we were, we were. The cottage was on this island in a lake or, yeah. And only the one cottage was on the island. So it was literally a private island and had to row a boat to get out there and just really felt like an explorer. There was no electricity, no running water, just a couple solar panels if you needed to charge a phone or something, but still good cell service. So still got a little bit of best of both worlds. And I realized that the cottage life is basically the same. It's it's basically stationary van life. And as you may know, if you've been listening, the van life is in the near future for me. Speaking of that, I found one on the website I've been looking here in Finland. Might be the one. Might be the one. I got to go check it out. If if all is good, I hope I can get it. But it was fun to do the cottage thing because, as I said, I'm I've been wanting to do the van life stuff. But I've never I've done some road trips and some camping in Portugal with my buddy before. But just that, the fact that van life, camping, cottage, it just it makes life simple. There's not all this extra bullshit that you got to worry about doing. You bring your food, you know, eating and, you know, an activity for the day is like doing dishes in the lake with no running water. You know, you have to taking a shower or, you know, just doing all these like little things that just kind of make you appreciate them more. And so I was just glad it was such a positive experience because now it's got me into like van thoughts and then also you know in the in the even more distant future an idea i've had is to buy some land out in portugal and just kind of fade away off the map and just live and be simple and it it's always fun to romanticize that idea but sometimes I'm like, is that really what I want to do? But after this weekend or this week being there, and it was just a day, I understand it could maybe be different after a week or two or whatever, but it just was so positive. And so I'm super grateful for that. And along those lines, like swimming in the lakes, that's the one nice thing about a small lake. And here at, in my, by my house in Quopio, 
there's like this little pond kind of lake that since it's so small, it's gotten pretty warm in a short amount of time because the weather here has been fucking awesome. The big lakes are still freezing, but there's just something to being in water, whether it be a lake, a river, or an ocean, like real natural water. And, you know, I guess we are 75% water ourselves, but there's, to me, I don't know, there's something in the same way being out in nature is like a healing thing. I also think the same regarding being in bodies of water. And so I'm going to really try and make a point now to go just get in the water a little bit. When I was living in Barcelona, just go down to the beach, do a little yoga, do a little handstand, then get in the water, get in the ocean. Well, I guess it was the Mediterranean Sea, but there were some waves, so that was fun. But same thing out here. It just kind of like resets you in a certain way. So the last, I think, two or three days, I've jumped in this little lake by my house. And yesterday was dope. I mean, I don't even know what to call it. There's local elections going on in Finland right now. And so there was this kind of event or this party, I'm not sure what to call it, for one of the candidates. And the candidate was a girl, I think, about my age. And they had a DJ. And it was definitely the kind of more alternative crowd just hanging out and the DJ was killing it. I mean, killing it. I forget what his name on Instagram is, but his, I went up and I had to go up and tell him and be like, bro, I've been listening from afar. Cause when I was on the beach and in the water, I could hear him playing. I'm kind of dancing, feeling it vibing. And I had to, I had to go up and talk to him and be like, bro, your shit is dope. Like that set was sick. And then he also makes beats. He's a tattoo guy named Tuka. So just another, you know, like it says, man, talk to strangers, make a little connection. So I'm going to, I recorded some video when I was at the summer cottage and I normally use Collins music for my edits. But after talking to the dude and meeting him just serendipitously, I was like, bro, you got some stuff maybe I could use to make an edit. So we'll see what he sends me, if he does send me something. It was just fun to make a little connection, talk to a couple other people there. And just just good vibes, man. But the, the craziest part about this little election party thing was the candidate, the girl, at one point did like a rap concert. And I can't understand Finnish, so I don't know how good she was. It sounded pretty good to me. But... I have to admit it was, I felt like I was in some alternate reality. A politician, local politician rapping in a park (laughs) is just so backwards in my mind, but it was fucking dope. And then at one point, I don't know why, but there were a bunch of girls like full body paint, still with clothes on too, but like fully painted And for one song, all the girls like went up and were kind of just dancing behind the girl rapping. And I was like, am I tripping right now? (laughs) Because this is wild. But it was cool. 
I, it's just something that would never happen in the States. Ever. So I, I, I don't have a vote. I don't think I deserve a vote. But after that little shindig, she would have got my vote. <laughs> uh, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, yeah. Back to the, the summer cottage thing. It was Everything was super old there. And so they also had an old school smoke sauna, which I don't know exactly how you got to do it, but it's a fucking process, bro. Took like three or four hours just to get warm. You got to light the fire, do this, do that. Literally just the smoke. I, I don't know what how it works. And then we ended up going in there for a little bit. And it's literally just this like black death box because the every wall, every part of the sauna is black because of the smoke. And it's strange. I, I don't, I don't know what I think exactly about it. It was nice. But it made me understand Finnish people a little bit more. And I'm a quarter Finnish myself, so I'm kind of understanding myself more as well. And again, my hippie mindset, I am you, you are me. We're all kind of the same. And um, But it just, I understood things so much more because the in Finland, I've noticed there's a lot of kind of polarization just from multiple things like personality wise in terms of people being a hundred percent drunk or a hundred percent sober, you know, with, with the light in the winter, it's completely dark in the summer. It's completely light. Like right now the sun doesn't go down really. Well, maybe the sun goes down, but it stays light. And so then this sauna, which is basically a black death box, <laughs> feels like you're in a coffin, more or less, a big coffin. Every wall is black, complete darkness in the middle of the most beautiful nature in the world and beautiful sunset. And so it's just the ultimate little example of polarization of this just dark room in the middle of all of this light and this beauty. And I got in there and I was talking and I was like the, explaining this to my friend. She's like, she's like, yeah, it's super comforting in here. Don't you think? I was like, uh, no, this is not what I think of as comforting. This feels more like a horror movie to me, but I, you know, like, you look at the windows, it's more a horror movie than it is comforting. But for Finnish people, they like that because they grow up with it. And it's just in their DNA in a, in a sense. So that was a, that was a funny little realization, the old smoke sauna. And I felt like truly Finnish when I was in there too, because I know there's probably some... Finnish people that have never done the smoke sauna. So I got, I stepped my game up this week. You feel me? 
And then on that note, because for those of you that don't know, when you get in the sauna, you're completely naked. You have to be. It's like a law here. If you come in with her with clothes, they look at you like, what the fuck? And so we're in the sauna completely naked and then went and jumped in the water completely naked. And I'm just walking around on this little private island. (laughs) Balls out. And I haven't been naked outside like that in so long. I literally can't remember the last time I was. And that also was this very primitive feeling of just simplicity, if that makes sense. And jumping in the water naked. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, it was very freeing. It was, it was good. I just, like I said, I hadn't, I hadn't been naked outside in God knows how long. And just. We out here, baby. <laughs> oh. It was good. It was beautiful. It's just crazy how it's all worked out. And right now in Quopio, there's some military American military in town doing some kind of training. I've seen them at the bars the last week or two. And I had a conversation with a guy last night or was it last night or two nights ago? Had a conversation with a guy this weekend. And it was funny. We were both waiting in line at the bar together. And he just looked at me and said, hey, what's up, man? And I responded back, no, not much, bro. How are you doing? And he thought I was a Finnish guy. And so he was very surprised to hear my accent back to him. And he was like, oh, where are you from? Or I asked where he was from. I don't know. And so anyway, we got to talking. The the line was long to get the drink. And it was interesting. You know, I've talked with a couple of the military guys now. And in a, in a way, one way or another, I think one guy has been on his second term, second four years. Another guy was on his third. This guy I was talking to at the bar was on his third. And... He's like, dude, all, but both of them said like, you know, after this one, I'm out and kind of look at it, you know, they're thankful for it, but then also kind of look at it negatively in a way. And this dude was very candid and he was like, dude, you know, I'm laying in bed some nights. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Cause he's been in the Marines or the military for 12 years, 11 years now after high school. And so that's all he's done and gotten some cool experiences. But at the same time, he's like, dude, some nights I just, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And we had a little bit of a bonding moment and I was like, bro, me too. I don't know what the fuck I'm sitting here sometimes, even though I'm living for a living, living my dream, all that kind of stuff. There's still doubt at times of like, what the fuck? I'm 30 years old. No family, no, you know, no whatever. And so it's just, it's human nature, I think, to, to compare and to wonder what if and, and 
I think we we like to believe that we're the only ones who think that kind of stuff. But in reality, I'm pretty sure almost everybody at some point during the month has a what the fuck am I doing moment. <laughs> yeah, actually at the at the cottage, we saw some other people on the land next to the island and it was just it was weird like being away from people for even just a night and then you see them and like what what are those people doing what should we be doing that i wonder i wonder what they're doing it's like who fucking cares <laughs> but it just it just shows that i think we're just naturally naturally comparative and curious in a way like oh they're rowing a boat should should we go out in the boat <laughs> somehow this week i got into a conversation with this trans girl on instagram she followed me ironically around the same time i put out like the pronoun video that had some major backlash or also supporters and and people not supporting it and so I found it like ironic that she followed me at that time and um, she's a Finnish girl that has her own podcast and stuff. And we've kind of like gone back and forth talking about each other's stories. And because again, I have absolutely no issue with that kind of stuff and somehow got to talking more and she started kind of hitting on me and I have to admit getting hit on by a trans girl, I felt way more proud about that than getting hit on by a normal girl. And I don't know why, if it's just because it's different or, but I was like, okay, I got it going on. <laughs> and we talked more and more and um, eventually the conversation steered in a direction of, of, beliefs and values and and those kind of things and it was it was still a good discussion but also it it eventually got into a place of her talking about white privilege and while I don't think that white privilege doesn't exist at all like it's such a it's such just a buzzword and I'm I'm personally under the belief that economic privilege is much bigger of a factor and good decision privilege is much bigger of a factor than white privileges. There is still something to it. I, I will admit and believe, but to just go with that one right off the bat. And so at a certain point it became, it felt like I was talking to a CNN teleprompter basically. And as you know, I'm a big believer in we're creating our own reality and whatever you truly, truly, truly believe at your core is true to you. And then because of the, your belief, that's how your reality is going to get created. And I was trying to explain that, you know, and she said, she'd say something and I, I like, I'm at a point, I'm not trying to argue with anybody. And so I said, yeah, you know, you're right. Like to you, you're, you're a hundred percent right. You're correct. 
that's, that's not how I see it. And so for in my reality, that's, it's not true, but I'm not denying your beliefs or your reality. And I got hit with, I mean, just again, the whole privilege concept. And so me, me believing we can create our own reality and believing that we have control over things, I was told, comes from a, a place of privilege. And to me, it's just, it's crazy to, to really believe that. And it's sad. I, I feel bad if you think that's the only way you can control your destiny and control your own reality. And again, we talked last week about free will and even if that exists. And But to say that only one group has the ability to control their own reality and des- you know, do those kind of things and it's the straight white male thing, which, listen, there's definitely some advantages. I'm not going to deny that. But to say that only that group has the ability to do this thing, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people from a lot of backgrounds that are examples of that not being true. I mean, shit, to me, being trans is the ultimate example of whatever you truly believe you can create into reality. I mean, you're in the mind is you were born in the wrong body and I'm with you and I believe it. And then to go through and then become that other gender. You're literally, it's from your mind into creating into, into reality. So for me, when, when someone can't believe that, when, when she was saying that, I was like, I, you know, I, as I said, I'm not going to try and argue with anybody, but I just thought to myself, you've, you've proven it to be true more than anybody. And so I don't know that one, that one, I guess like kind of got, not really got under my skin. It was just a interesting idea and concept that came up and I forget how, again, it's like slowly shifted into this thing about race then also. And man, I've, I've been fortunate enough throughout sports and just this path to be around all kinds of different ethnicities, which I love the diverse multicultural community. You know, I mean, that was a big reason I loved Lisbon so much. It's what's so cool right now about our team here in Finland is we got French dudes, German dudes, American guys from all kind of different spots in all the different countries, Finnish guys. And I forget, and I, I don't know her story or anything, but a lot, it seems to me a lot of the people that want to put labels on everything and talk about white privilege and talk about all these issues, which again, I'm not denying that issues don't exist. don't have much real life experience with it. It's only been a documentary that's been watched or a 
video or a, a book that's been read. And so we were talking about that and I just sent a, one of my podcasts with my guy, Tim Manson, who's been like a mentor, uncle, father figure, good friend for over a decade. I've been working out with him back in the States, someone who's influenced my life tremendously. And I was like, you know, hey, you might just want to check this out. Again, everything she was saying sounded like a CNN teleprompter with stats and with the, you know, all the just the catch phrases that get used. I was like, this, it, it could give you a little bit different perspective than, you know, what you're reading in the news. And she responded back that I actually read a lot of black literature, so I think I'm good. Thanks. I said, okay, again, not arguing. Okay. Well, have a nice day. Much love. Cause yeah, some, some people are very rarely ever going to be convinced of something, especially if they don't want to, you know, you only change if you want to change. You only get better if you want to get better. And so not if you try and force it upon somebody, that shit's never going to happen. It'll probably get met with even more resistance than if you didn't. So give you, I'll give some people some time like that, but then once it, it appears that the, the road has come to an end, it's like, okay, well, you know, have a nice day. Much love. Take care. But I just thought that was just so humorous. It's like, yeah. Here's here's like a real life example of some real conversation. It's like, uh, no, I'll get it from this book, please. And listen, I like reading books. <laughs> just I don't know. It was it was just such a uh like a good example to me of this thing that's going on currently in that very liberal sphere of essentially like white liberals telling everyone else, including minorities and black people and whatever, how they're supposed to feel and how it is when they have no actual experience of these things. So it was, it was funny to me in a way. It was sad, but funny. You know, I try and I'm trying to be good with everything. Obviously, there's some bad days here and there, but just trying to find the joy in whatever it is as it should be. The timing's always right. But that was that was a good one. That was a really good one. Getting schooled on black Americans by a white Finnish girl. That's a good one. That one's fun. That one's a lot of fun. And by no means am I an expert. I only have my experiences, which are far and not few in between. And or maybe maybe she knows more than me. I don't know. But that was that was a, a fun one. Funny one. Uh what else we got on tap today, huh? It was graduation week here in Finland. 
and I mean high school graduation. And I don't know how their system is that here, but everyone who graduates is like 19. And it's strange because the drinking age is 18. So for high school graduation, everyone can go to the fucking bar. And so the bar was packed this weekend with everybody wearing their fucking sailor hats, which I don't understand at all either. I tried to look up on Google to find the reasoning for it. And I couldn't find a definite. It's just a tradition that happens or has happened for a long time. But yeah, it's weird to be at the bar out here with just a ton of 18, 19 year olds. And it makes me think back to how it would have gone in the States if I could have gone to the bar at 18, 19. Oh, I guess I had a fake ID, so I was in the bar at like 19. <laughs> yeah. In North Dakota, my when I first got there, I was 20, but I had a fake ID. And so I could get in the bar. And it was my friend's ID. His name was also Joe. So, I mean, it was perfect. And so I was in the bar one time and the kind of athletic counselor girl was also in the bar and this bar would let anybody in pretty much. So I was in there with a couple other teammates that were for sure underage and I had just transferred in as a Juco guy. And so the two, the underage guys got in trouble by the athletic counselor, even though she saw me in there, but she just assumed because I was a transfer, I was older and yeah, good old, what was that place called? Fuck, I forget what that bar was called. Not Gillies. Gillies was the spot, though. But yeah, that's just a random story. But the high school high schoolers were out and about. They were getting after it. This one dude I saw was like, hey, bro, super fucked up. He's like, I, I lost $500, so if, if you see it or find it, I'll give you 100 I was like, bro, where do you think I'm going to find, where do you, what? He's like, I, I, I don't know. It's like, I looked at him. I said, bro, I know it sucks right now, but you are not getting that money back, bro. There's no way you get that money back. So just be prepared for this to be a good story in five years because that's all it is going to be. The chances of you getting that money back are slim to none, and slim is leaving town. That's a saying my dad used to always say. Yeah, and shit, this weekend actually at the bar is starting to, your your boy, dude, I'm slowly becoming the TikTok guy here, and it's cool, don't get me wrong, and no one really even knows my name, which is actually... I don't know if that's good or bad. But a, a few more girls said said what's up this week weekend, not even like hitting on me, but just I got that more. I wasn't just super drunk 20-year-old dudes. Hey, what's up, dude? I like your stuff. And no, actually the weirdest shit happened speaking of girls is <laughs> there was a girl who was like, can I take a picture with you and send it to my boyfriend because my boyfriend really likes all your content? <laughs> and I was like, all right. If I was the boyfriend, I don't know how I would react to 
getting that picture. Especially like thinking of myself as like a 20 year old boyfriend because this girl was younger. Like nowadays I think I'd be all right. But 20 year old Joey was probably a jealous motherfucker. So I'd be like, man, stop taking pictures with this dude. (laughs) But yeah, that was, that was a trip that happened like once. Yeah. With the girlfriend, can I send it to my boyfriend? And then a couple other times just like, yeah, can we take a picture or video? It's like, all right, sure. Fucking TikTok, dude. Strange. And then, yeah, actually, shit, quite a few girls. This one older, I'd say, a, a woman, a lady, she was like 33. At the after party, everyone just kind of goes to the park and gets kind of popping. People bring speakers. Like, actually, there's some people that don't even go to the bar. They just chill in the park. And that shit was popping. And started talking. This one girl came up and she used my own game on me. She asked if I had a cigarette. I didn't. And we end up talking with her and her friends. And she then at one point was like, oh yeah, you're the guy who just complains on TikTok. I was like, well, if that's how you see it, that's how you see it. I don't, I don't necessarily, I necessarily don't think it's always complaints. I think they're observations. Sometimes they're compliments. Sometimes they're complaints. But if you think it's all complaining, then I think that says more about you than it does about me. And I, I kind of said that to her. And she was like, oh, you're telling me it's not all complaints. And then at the best timing ever, a dude came up and was like, oh, bro, I love your stuff. And I was like, dude, do you think I'm complaining all the time? And he went, no. No, you're just telling it how it is. And I looked at the girl. I said, mm. he's like, it's true. <laughs> That's that, that one is probably the best one when people are like, dude, what you say is so accurate. People only get mad because it really, it really hits them. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess so. But that was, yeah, that girl was trying to get me to go home with her too. She didn't know what she was thinking. She tried to hit on me by making fun of me. The old, the old third grade approach used my own cigarette question game on myself, but that, that wasn't, that wasn't happening. That's how I know I'm like getting older too. Cause don't get me wrong. I like sex. Sex is cool. But 30 year old Joey versus 20 year old Joey. 20-year-old Joey probably would have gone home with her. But now it's like, ah. Eh. Is it really worth it? I'm not just trying to fuck just to fuck. Anymore. Uh, Sometimes, yeah. But. It's just. mm, I don't know. Having that connection is nice, like a true connection, not just connecting down there. 
don't get me wrong, that connection's nice too. But I feel like the older I'm getting, the least, the less I just am like, yeah, let's just, I just want to fuck. Because it, it, it ends up being kind of meaningless or a little bit empty in a way. And so I think that may be the most romantic thing I could say while also being the least romantic thing that I could ever say. Uh. <laughs> and this is random, but I saw it this weekend is guys be careful when you're sending text messages. It made me, this made me totally rethink how I'm wording and sending stuff to girls because girls are ruthless, bro. I watched a girl screenshot a little Instagram conversation with a dude talking, uh, trying to kind of be slick about coming over because I'm home alone and da 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 kind of thing. And screenshot it, send it to a group chat with just the three laughing emojis after it. Like, look at this fucking idiot. And I was like, damn, girls are ruthless. Guys don't really do that, I don't think. At least not my friends do. We don't have a group chat. We're not putting random girls that we're talking to on blast like that. You might show a homie a, a nice picture you get every now and then, but again, I'm I'm never throwing it in the group chat. It might just be like, hey bro, check check that one out. They go, mm, nice. But girls, man, y'all are ruthless, bro. She ruthless. Man. In the world of bullshit. It's, man, again, just more and more every week, those con damn conspiracy theorists just continue to be more and more right. Old Fauci's emails came out, and, man, they're about to throw this dude so far under the bus that he's probably going to kill himself in another month or two. Because those emails... Don't look very good. And it just like shows just the amount of bullshit that's gone on to manipulate and cause fear throughout this entire year. Almost two years now. And on top of that too, the the shot. I mean, where's this one clip I got? Let's throw this. Let me listen to this clip. This is not fake news. This is the Senate Committee of State Affairs. In the four months of 2021, we've had more COVID-19 experimental vaccine deaths than all the vaccine deaths for the 15-year period between 1997 and 2013, plus almost 1,000 heart attacks and over 8,000 hospitalizations. In 1976, there were 45 million people were vaccinated for the swine flu. A mere 15 people died, and I don't say that lightly because any death is very regrettable. 
But the program was immediately halted because it was considered too risky. 53 deaths. And we've had approaching 4,000. I mean, what? And again, I am not anti-vax. I am, first of all, pro-choice. Pro-freedom. Secondary, pro Vax, vax literacy. People can't tell you what's in this thing. I mean, I don't know if, if, if you can listen to something like that and hear some of those statistics and, and just think, well, the greater good, then boy, you're, you're too far programmed. I think, I don't know what it'll take to bring some people back. Cause I think a lot of people are too far gone with, with that kind of stuff. It's, it's interesting, man. Interesting times. I don't have too much to even say about it. I just wanted to put that clip in there. As again, this podcast is interesting because I guess the egotistical part of me likes to have this stuff documented and on record because listen, Hey, if I'm wrong, I'll admit to that. But to me, it'll be, you know, when I have a kid in 20 years or whatever, and they start talking about this stuff and I'll pull it and he'll say, dad, what, what were you doing? I'll say, son, peep the footage. You've seen where I stand. I got record of, my thoughts and feelings regarding a little bit of everything, which is fun. It's fun to like go back and listen to some of these old podcasts, old podcast, like a year old. Damn. Oh, I think he's in the hallway. I was going to say it's sometimes I can hear my neighbors and it sounds like they're right there, but I think they're in the hallway right now, but it makes me think, when I'm talking like this or talking on the phone or doing whatever, how easily people can hear me then. And then also when stuff is happening in the bedroom and noises are coming from there, like I'm, I wonder sometimes like, I bet the neighbors know my name. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, this was a good one. I like this one. We got the International Hockey Championship on tonight, Finland versus Canada. I'm going to think I'm going to go to the bar to watch it just cuz it's like cultural. Get some culture in and if Finland wins, boy. Shit is going to go down from what I hear. And so I'm I'm very curious to see that. I like a good wild celebration. And these Finns, boy, they love their hockey. I guess I got to get into, I got to start getting into hockey because Seattle just got the Kraken. We're starting that next year. Kraken's getting Kraken, you know what I'm saying? And hockey's cool. I don't really understand it too much. But just the fact that you can fight and that like aspect of it and just the tough guy thing regarding hockey. I vibe with 
So yeah, next episode probably, hopefully I get to talk about some crazy shit that went on. Throw some video clips up with that. But yeah, I think we'll call this an episode. As always, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. If you want some merch, holla at me. We'll get it going. Still working on some more stuff, but it's coming along. Coming along one step at a time. There's no rush. We're in a marathon, as the the late, great Nipsey Hussle said. The marathon continues. So, hope you'll have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and thank you again. Peace and much love. And go Finland. Holla.